So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Yo, whoever Arizona's backup is, he is a bomb. I was just about to say that. Bro, he looks like a wannabe Patrick Mahomes out there. I was gonna say, that wasn't my nose. I didn't even discuss it. He got the sleeve yep. to the 15. I was like, yo, you can't wear like, 15. Mahomes, be that bad, what's bro. What's up with this, bro? Is this Mahomes' brother? Did he come out early? Like, <laughs> that. He had the, dude, he low he had the gear too, which was like, come on, he bro. He definitely in the right way like Mahomes. <laughs> oh my God. What's up, everybody? This is Max from the Max and Wancast. We're on a Sunday night in the new year, 2021. I'm joined by the incredible. It's your boy, Juan. I'm back up in the house, 2021. We're going to start it off right. Unlike the Eagles, am I right? Hey, hey, hey. Like, let's get into that in like one minute. Like, Give me one minute to just like cry it out really quick. I've already been crying. I thought we left all the bad vibes in 2020. Doug Peterson, I don't know if he knows it's 2021, but, you know, do your thing real quick while we'll get into it. (laughs) Well, look, man, it's 2021. Let's start the year off right. I just want to give you guys a reminder. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That is at Max and Juan Cast. Give us a follow, bro. Follow us, write a review. Give us a five star. As Max says, that's the only option you got, bro. Just give us a five star. It is. I bro, I checked it today. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. It, it's it's the only choice, bro. Make the right make the right decision. All right. Unlike Doug Peterson and the Eagles, make the right decision. Uh, Don't sell. Come on. Okay. That's low. <laughs> and another reminder, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're very active on Instagram. We will be working on Twitter sooner or later for those Twitter fans out there. But hey, you got an Instagram. We're posting daily. We post our podcasts up there. You can always get to all of our links. It's always up there, man. That is at Max underscore Juancast. Careful you don't touch those links with your bare hands because they're fire. You get burnt, right, Juan? <laughs> yeah, that I is correct. You were complaining you had to have oven mitts exactly. when you touch those links. <laughs> so dumb. I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. But you know what? Let's get into it. Let me go, bro. Can I go? Can you give Please. me two minutes and you start the Take timer? The floor. I was done with this team seven weeks ago. But Doug Peterson, man, just when you think that bar's low, he says, no, it's not low enough. We were in the game. It was, what, 14 to 20, fourth quarter, all of a sudden Jalen Hurts is out. I'm like, what is wrong? Did he get hurt? I don't understand. I'm not even the hugest Jalen Hurts fans. I'm like, what's going on? Like, we need to win this game. There's no point to lose this game. We already suck. Let's just try to ruin it for someone else. This dude, Doug Peterson... I wish I could make a clever pun with the word sell in Peterson, Sellerson, whatever. He hates our team. 
our team is bums. Our organization's a bum organization if that came from the owner. I would fire Doug Peterson for doing that. That was a travesty. Go ahead, Juan. Take it away. I couldn't agree with you more, bro. I'm going to be even more outlandish. We don't like to cuss on the podcast, but it's worthy, dude. That Jalen Hurts uh, benching was complete bullshit, my guy. All the way. Complete bullshit. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, dude. That that was so uncalled for. I don't care. There's no excuse for it. All this, we got to know who the backup. No. Look, you play Jalen Hurts. You see what you got. That was a com- – I don't know what that was. I don't know how much – He's seen Nate Sudfeld. I, I, this wasn't his first appearance. I don't know how don't much – How much did Doug Peterson get paid tonight? Oh, he got that little under-the-table bonus? My goodness, that, man. Yo, lose this game. Doug, <laughs> slide some money yeah, under the table. I, I completely agree with you, bro. He should definitely be freaking fired tomorrow. Like, when this podcast comes out – I hope I see Philadelphia Eagles have part ways with Doug Peterson because that is completely unacceptable. I can only imagine if the fans there in Philly would have witnessed that. How many things would have got thrown on the field? They would have had to stop the game because of all the bottles being thrown on the field, batteries, whatever you want to do, Eagle fans. Not saying it's right, but I understand. And look. Did you see the offensive line? They showed Jason Kelsey and Isaac Simalu. I can't say his name. I'm sorry. They were like, what the hell is going on? Why are we trying to lose? We've already talked about this as an organization. I don't mean on the podcast. The Eagles talked about we need to play with the best chance to win. And then they do some BS like this. Nate Sudfeld's a known quantity. We know he's a bum. He is a bum. He came in. Remember, he threw the pick one, right? We make a play, get back in it. Then he fumbles a snap. He didn't even die for it. Montez Sweat and Chase Young, I was like, there's our season. I mean, we weren't going to do anything anyway. We already eliminated, but I just couldn't believe the way it ended. Yeah, I was sick to my stomach seeing the offensive linemen, just the looks on their faces. If I was a lineman, I'm throwing punches. If I'm a player, I'm throwing punches. And all the guys that were hurting and have been playing, that's a slap in their face really to is. do that. It really is, man. I feel bad for Jalen Hurts. I feel bad for the offensive linemen. Everyone on that damn team, dude, I feel so sorry for. And I I had a lot more respect for Doug Peterson before this game. All of that has gone out the window. I don't care, my dude. You've had a shit season this year. You regressed Carson Wentz as a quarterback. You haven't been anything since Frank Wright left. You're terrible, my dude. You deserve to get fired because that was that was completely uncalled for on what he did tonight. Well, two things scare me. One, one is what if that came from the top of our organization, like Jeffrey Lurie, which I wouldn't be shocked because apparently Jalen Hurts was that was his pick. He wanted to see him. He liked him in college. When you have an owner that's way too active in the organization. It can at times be bad. I think it's typically more bad than good, especially because Jeffrey Lurie wasn't involved in football. I know people are going to assume, going back to your team, that Al Davis was a bum. He actually coached football and was a great owner until he got way too old. Jeffrey Lurie doesn't know anything. He's just a billionaire. You don't know what you're doing. It's going to be big this year for a big offseason for the Eagles. We'll get more into that in the offseason, but 
Doug Peterson. Bro, thank God we didn't go five and ten and one. <laughs> we went four eleven and right. one. Thank God. Now we got that what fourth pick instead of the sixth pick. Like that mattered. Like we were gonna draft a quarterback. Yeah, that, there, there's a diehard Eagle fan right now. Completely. Di- hey, bro, we got a higher draft pick. Why are you complaining? Like, shut up. You have some integrity for the game, bro. It's that that was that was a embarrassment to football tonight. What happened? Complete embarrassment. Yo, I am so glad Collinsworth and Al Michaels were trashing it. It deserved to be trashed. Chris Collins were like, I don't get it. This is bull crap. Yeah. It, like this was the worst thing I see seen all day today. It was that bad. Yeah, it was it was horrible, dude. And it, he was he was trying to defend it to a to a little bit. He was like, Yeah, I can see where he's coming from, but he was like, I completely disagree. And like you just said, I'm so glad that they that they trashed it, man. Cause that it's it, that's a bad look for football. That's it's, that's just terrible. It, there's no place for that in the game. And and on the other side of it, congratulations, football team. You guys won. They got into the playoffs. Congratulations to them, man. I feel like Washington's performance kind of got swept under the rug just because it was so obvious the Eagles were trying to lose that game. And I know you saw the reports earlier. Going back to the Eagles for just a quick second, we're gonna go to the football team. Did you see that Doug Peterson's job was safe this morning? Like, did you see those I reports? I did see that, that. Likely he was. How many times have you seen that and the coach still gets fired? <laughs> yeah. Plenty of times, right? Yeah. So I'm filled with a little hope. I hope he gets fired just for that. But Ron Rivera, hell of a job, man. I'm so happy for him with the cancer, the adversity, with the nightmare that Dwayne Haskins was for this team who cost him, what, two games? Yeah. <laughs> Roller coaster ride for the for the for Washington and a feel good story, bro. Because um, with the whole name change, new head coach, um, the draft pick who didn't work out, Alex Smith winds up climbing back from the dead. Dude had two messed up legs, can barely walk a year ago. It, it was insane, dude. Ron Rivera had cancer, too. Yeah, it's insane. Not to mention IVs that. at halftime. I completely forgot about that. Their coach had cancer. It was, look, I, I'm i so happy for that team. If I had a favorite in that in, in that division out of all those teams and the teams that I that I um, would love to see in the playoffs the most, it'll be them. I, I love their defense. Their defensive line is amazing. Chase Young, w- we we say it every podcast, complete lock for defensive rookie of the year. Montez Sweat is a monster. The uh, the Bama boys in the middle, the, their defense is phenomenal, man. So much pedigree on that defensive line, it's insane. Yeah, it's like the Niners, and you know what pisses me off? It's that people are going to see Chase Young five and a half sacks and think he's not that good. He's so much better than that. He's just disruptive. They're just so keyed in on him and that whole defensive line. Everyone knows when we play Washington. You can't let the D-line wreck the game. Yeah, I completely agree. And um, uh, t- this sucks for the New York Giants, which this is a good time to get into their to their game. Uh, Dallas at New York. Dallas falls to the Giants 23-19. to Typical Dallas fashion. Bro, that fashion. was such a BS call. It's just like Dez, bro. <laughs> it always happens to why, – why us every year? Zeke got suspended for nothing. I'm sorry. I had my inner cowboy fan in, and it's always the ref's fault, right? That's how it works? <laughs> exactly. Last I checked. I mean, it doesn't even matter, right? Washington won. It didn't even matter. 
but they're going to say, oh, we would have made the playoffs if that call went our way. <laughs> you know, that call was BS. I thought, honestly, I don't know. Was it BS? Maybe it was just me thinking it. It. So many play calls today in general from the refs, I felt like it's my opinion on it. It's, yeah, when you slow it down frame for frame and it's slow motion, yeah, of course, you're going to see a lot of a lot of stuff happen. But I'm I'm more of, of a fan of, you know, bang, bang plays in real time in real time, dude. It's I don't think they recovered it, in my opinion. Whenever someone jumps, like whenever there's like a like a scramble for the ball, right, and there's a pile, it always gets messy. And I'm just shocked by how do we not have a better way to figure out who has the ball, like with all the technology we have, right? But I can see both sides. I mean, Wayne Gallman was like sitting on the ball. He kind of had it for a second, and then they ripped it out of his hands. I thought it should have went to the Cowboys. I hate both teams, so I'm not even trying to be biased. I just thought it should have went to them. It didn't matter. You know, that's the good thing. Washington won, so it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. But do you feel any any different about the Cowboys after this game? Mike McCarthy should be fired also. He is a bum. Doug Peterson's a bum. The two best coaches are Joe Judge and Ron Rivera in the division. It's not even close right now. I was impressed by Leonard Williams, man. He was so disruptive all day. I was impressed with the defense. Andy Dalton, he was gritty. I just every time I see Zeke though I get like twenty million dollars like wow what a waste <laughs> oh my goodness man I I cannot agree with you more with the Leonard w- Williams aspect he was great today that guy's gonna get paid fat money this year between him and Hassan Reddick I feel like one of those guys is gonna be fool's gold and they're both gonna get big money I would I would bet on Hassan Reddick being the fool's gold I I have confidence in Leonard Williams I truly think he found a home in in New York and not the Jets when I say New York I'm talking about the Giants no not that terrible <laughs> franchise can't even lose right I know right but hey Dallas six and ten they had a chance to win their division same thing with the Giants man you uh, if I'm like I said last week, if you had a if you have a chance to win your division or get a playoffs um, berth in in week seventeen, you can't complain. If they lose, they get a high draft pick, and if they win, they're in. <laughs> but unfortunately, that didn't happen for the Giants. But both of those teams looking forward um, looking forward. Giants definitely got a big future. We'll see what Dallas does next year. They get healthy. They get Dak back. That'll be another interesting team for the offseason. Overall, NFC East sucks, man. Yeah, let's just be glad we're done talking about them till the offseason. Well, I mean, I guess we still have to talk about football team, which I'm actually I'm cool to talk about them with the other three teams. I think this whole division was just mirrored by like bad quarterback play and just injury at quarterback all year. Yeah. Definitely. NBC had this graphic, and it was like 12 starting quarterbacks, 11 starting quarterbacks. It's like, geez, no consistency. Like, who was the best quarterback in this division? Alex Smith? Uh, yeah, and at times, Daniel Jones. <laughs> you can argue Jalen Hurts well, in those, that little span. Yeah, for like the, yeah, for that one and three stretch, he really turned it up. <laughs> no, he played solid this year. 
definitely there's a big question of Philadelphia, and there's a lot of questions with all these teams, especially even football team doesn't have a quarterback long term. Yeah, hey, look, all I'm saying, the league and especially the NFC East better pray to the football gods that Washington doesn't get a quarterback. Because if they get a quarterback, it's a wrap. They're going to be good. Cam Newton next year, Ron Stop. Rivera, bring That's it back. That's not a quarterback. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Logan Thomas it, become a hey, tight end? Speaking of guys who they might be able to get, and I know this is going to be crazy, what about Tua today? And, yes, I'm talking about the Dolphins. The Dolphins finished the year 10-6 and six without a playoff berth. They got 50 burgered on today by the Buffalo Bills, who are the <laughs> hottest team in the league right now. 56 to 26. I feel like if they get 50 burger, you got to call it a 50 boyga. <laughs> 50 boyga. <laughs> get your new jersey on. But, um, yo, Tua had a good game stat wise, but tell me what you he think. He sucks. I don't agree I'm, with that. I'm yeah, done with it. I'm with you. I'm, as far as people saying that they see something, I don't see it. This game told me everything. Um, There's still next season. I do believe that. But I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade them. Miami's a weird team like that. They might they might they trade a top them. five pick. They, yeah, they, they have, have a, a top, top five. Pick. Yeah, they have a top pick. I wouldn't be surprised if they move on from Tua um, Flores. Look, I love Flores, man. I love everything about him, but. I do not like what he did with this quarterback situation. We know we know how the league is and just league history. We know how it is with the two quarterback system. And the way he was running it, it's you don't have success doing it. That whole COVID thing just winded up biting them in the butt with with Ryan Fitzpatrick being out. But regardless, you shouldn't you shouldn't run your team like that with two guys. You need to have one guy. For quarterback, maybe a little bit of packages here and there, but, you know, playing the hot hand and the whole, you know, I got a closing pitcher and all this. I'm going to go to my bullpen, the whole baseball aspect. No, I don't think football works like that. You need one guy and the quarterback's the most uh, important position on the field. And that needs to be your absolute leader. And you need to know who that guy is, not the guy who's going to play for the first three quarters. And then once we're down. Our real quarterback comes in in the fourth. It don't work like that. Should we revisit the benching of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Because I feel like that storyline at the time, everyone was like, oh, it's off the bye. It's the right time to do it. I mean, I get you kind of have to see what you have in Tua. But I thought Fitzpatrick was playing too good to bench him. And it just showed he was a lot better than Tua this year. I know Tua's stats look good. I think he went like 35 for like 60 or something had like 360 yards passing he was awful he threw three picks one was garbage time i'll give it it's like no big deal you're trying to make a play he was awful he does not have velocity when he throws his accuracy can be weird at times he's not extremely mobile when you watch it one how are you tired of seeing the stupid bootleg to the tight end for two I am yards sick and, from him? I'm so sick and tired of it. It's like that's the only throw they want to do with him. I think that just says what they think about him. They have to manage him, and they managed him poorly today. I mean, they got behind early. Buffalo, Josh Allen. It's like the two polar opposites. It's a guy full of amazing traits on Buffalo side and Tua who's just kind of eh. 
You know, he doesn't have a big yeah. arm. He's not fast. And look, I I know Josh Allen. I know my God. I know that I'm being hard on Tua, and yeah, I completely agree with you with Josh Allen. I uh, we'll, we'll get into him right now, but one one more thing on Tua. Because I know there's gonna be a lot of fans out there that say, "Man, Dan, you're you're being a little bit harsh on him. He hasn't even played a full season." Yeah, I do understand that. But as far as what I've seen so far, and the, just the way the coaching staff uses him and the way that they manage him, it's not a good look. Okay, and you guys spent the high draft pick on this guy, a guy that went ahead of Justin Herbert, who's amazing. Okay, he's in a whole different class. So, luckily, the Dolphins got a high draft pick. And like I said, we'll see what they do with him. But on the Josh Allen Can side. Can play devil's advocate for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Tua, what if I told you, well, look at Tom Brady, how he was used early in his career. He was a game manager. What's your response to that? Tua can still be the guy. Look at Brady. <sighs> yeah, it is possible. But I'm going off of what we have right now. Yes, it's a small sample size, but hey, I don't, I don't knock anyone who who's thinking like that. That's wishful thinking. Tom Brady's a once in a generation type player, so it's hard to compare to guys like that. Is it? Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? No. I w- I will just add for your case, Tom Brady has a better arm at what 44, 43 than two as right now. Wow. <laughs> so, I would just Man, say that too. That's a bold statement. Am I wrong? But am I? There's no way I'm wrong. I'm saying just like velocity wise. Oh, like, come on, man. Tua got that Drew Brees noodle, bro. <laughs> look, his arm does not look good. I, I don't like what I see. I don't like the deep the, the deep passes down the middle, or whether it's a across the numbers. The floaters down middle. Yeah, it's it's not that it's not that good. It's not impressive. Real quick, I think someone should tell Tua the longer you hold the B button down and like Madden, like the harder you throw the ball. So be like, yo, just hold it down longer, Tua. You throw it harder. <laughs> Stop tapping it, bro. Oh, Stop my just trying goodness. to tap. I know. Uh, hold that button but down. Go ahead. A move to Buffalo. Yeah, Josh Allen. That's all he knows. <laughs> that's all Josh Allen Look, knows. Josh, all jo- Josh Allen and the Bills know is winning right now because they're the hottest team in the NFL. Seven straight wins. This guy's on fire. Absolutely destroying teams what this is what three weeks in a row where they put up 30 or more points i believe it is insane right now joshy allen might be retired now it's joshua allen this dude's a monster he's got a cannon yo should we just shout out to stefan diggs how everyone was calling him a cancer in minnesota and he's been nothing but a great teammate nothing but great and look and and it's kind of ironic that he got traded the same day as DeAndre Hopkins. And that deal kind of went under under the radar when it happened because everyone was talking about DeAndre Hopkins. But look, I, I hate to be a numbers guy, but man, Stephon Diggs leading the league in, in receiving yards in Buffalo. Not to mention, this is a place where receivers did not want to go, all right? Because... You can even argue Minnesota sent them there to die. That's where receivers go to die. If if a lot of people don't remember when the whole AB saga was going on, he got traded to the Buffalo Bills and he said, hell no, I am not going to Buffalo. I would retire if I go to Buffalo. Okay, so 
it's amazing what he's when what he's done this year. Okay, and yes, a big part of it is Josh Allen, but big credit to Stephon Diggs, dude. He he is a great great player. He led the league in receptions too, bro. One hundred twenty-seven. Man, what an impact! You know, I don't even need to see the stats between him and Hopkins to know he was much more impactful for Buffalo than Hopkins. I know Hopkins had the huge play. You know, the hail Mary was a hail Murray. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, no one could figure him out. He's so smooth running routes. Josh Allen's got the perfect arm strength for him. And Josh Allen's a dog. And I think that's what Stephon Diggs didn't like about Kirk Cousins was Kirk Cousins is kind of like, eh. Like, oh, we'll try to get it done. But Josh Allen's a dog. And I'm so happy for Buffalo. It's like a city that no one gives a crap about usually. Yeah, great But they deserve to be a good football team. Great for sports. Yeah. They built through the draft, got a couple free agents. They're homegrown guys, a lot of the good players on their team. They deserve it, man. Yeah, the the Bills are for real. They're they're clearly in in that first tier with only the Chiefs. Cause I've looking at all these teams right now, it's looking like they're the only ones who who can beat the Chiefs in the AFC. Cause everyone else is not looking too good. But We'll get into the Chiefs later. Moving on to another team who clinched a playoff spot today against the 1-15 Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts, man. The Colts uh, pulled it off today, 28-14. to That Dolphins loss just opened up the door for them. They handled their business. Not much, not much to say about the game. The, the Colts dominated. Taylor had a big game. And unfortunately... The Colts are going to be playing the hottest team. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor was in his bag today, 240 yards. Yo, the Jaguars almost forgot they're supposed to be a bad football team. They almost ruined it for the Colts. I was like, oh, man, Phil Rivers is throwing picks. He's doing his little floater thing. I kind of got nervous for the Colts. I just want to toot my own horn here and say I called it 28-14. to 14. That was my prediction for oh, the game. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I really did. Maybe I should get two points for that one, but whatever. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> I really like the Colts. I think they're one of the best teams in the football still. But, man, they're just going <laughs> bad matchup for them with the Bills. I don't like that at all, yeah, man. Yeah, that sucks. Colts have kind of been sputtering. They didn't play great today. they just lucky the Jacks suck. Yeah, definitely. And, man, that's the AFC is insane. Um Moving on, this is a perfect time to to transition to the. Well, hold on, you forgot about the Jags. We have to do their season recap. <laughs> a plus, they got Trevor Lawrence. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Hopefully, they hire Bums. Doug. They they fire Doug Monroe, but yeah, the Jack Urban Meyer tr- is apparently. I would love for that. the next coaching job. I would love that. I would love Urban Myers to go back to Florida. I can't wait for him to say, uh, "I'm not going to college." <laughs> Pull Nick Saban. <laughs> You know those good college coaches don't do good in Florida. Exactly. Shout out Nick Saban. I know, right? But, hey, shout out to the Colts. Hey, clinch a spot. Like we said, unfortunately, they got to play the Bills. That sucks, man, because I like both of those teams. I, w- I would love to see them play in another playoff game. They're probably one of my, what, both of them. I, two of my favorite teams in the AFC right now. Just I want to see them go far. But moving on to another AFC team that clinched today. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, they also went 11-5, and including the division title for the AFC South. They beat the Houston Texans, who are at 4-12. and 
And with they got a good they got a good draft pick no, though. No draft oh, pick. Sorry, Max, you're wrong. They don't. <laughs> they gave it the wrong. They gave it away for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills, who they cut this. Oh year. my goodness. Good trade, yo. Whoever uh, was Bill O'Brien, he was probably taking notes from Brooklyn Nets GM when he traded all those first round picks for like Paul Pierce. <laughs> they were picking like top three. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that's just so bad, Houston. Hey. Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards, if that means anything. Patrick Mahomes played 15 <laughs> games. It's like Melo winning the scoring title when KD like, sat out the last game. I know, game. right? It's fucking... But, hey, no no shame on Deshaun. He was carrying this team. Their, his back must hurt from carrying these bums up and down the field. Man. And J.J. Watts over here contemplating, I don't know what I'm going to do. Bro, you suck, bro. Like, you shouldn't be on that team. Like... Oof. Get out of here. Come on, JJ. He got the subway commercials. Yeah, stop. Your your brother's better than you, like like we've been saying. But look. Yeah, he low-key got that commercial because TJ. Man, let's stop talking about the, the Bill O'Brien, you know, dumpster fire that they that he didn't put out after he left. Let's talk about Derrick Henry and how he's the best running back in the league. Do you remember one of the questions we had for this game when we were picking it? Yeah, what did he get? 2,000 yards? <laughs> He got it. I I was going to say I would have bet your life that they would have got it. That he would have got 2000 yards. That's insane, dude. He How close of an eye did you have on this game? I definitely had a uh, uh, a close eye, especially the way I I seen Derrick Henry start. I was like, "Oh man." It That's what I was going to yeah, ask. Yeah, it you. looks like ahead, once I seen him have that first big run, I was like, I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to get it today. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's getting it. These bums are just, they already got their vacation booked. They're going to Cancun, wherever you can travel. I was like, it's going to be a long day for them. <laughs> he is a monster. Smoke Henry. Yeah. W- one thing I wanted to ask you. Is Derrick Henry the most gifted running back you have seen? And look, I don't want you to mention. Physically? Look. So, look, I don't want you to answer this with any regulation of pass running backs, okay? So, no Walter Payton's, none of that. I don't even want you to answer that. I want you to go off of what you have seen in your lifetime, okay? All the football you watched. Is Derrick Henry the most gifted running back you have ever seen in your lifetime? Are we talking physically gifted or just the whole package? The whole package, I mean, I'm thinking if Trent Richardson just had eyes, man, that guy could have been special. No. Uh, or what, who was the running back at Madden who had like 80 speed? Bishop Sankey? He was another great one. No. All seriousness, the only guy I put in his class of like athlete and whole package is AP. Man, but he's bigger than AP. But look, but AP yeah, oh, I was just going to say that. Is he faster? Who's faster? I think AP was faster. I think and AP more had agile. a little bit more pep to his step than Derrick Henry, but just the physicalness and the physical appearance of Derrick Henry, 6'3", that's uh, – who's the last great tall running back that, that there's been? What, Eric Dickerson? Eric Dickerson, yeah, I was going to say Eric Dickerson. Uh, I'm trying to think. Some, there's got to be somebody who is tall, man. No, not Marshawn Lynch. He was like what, five eleven, five ten. Yeah, a lot of guys feet. have always been about six one to six foot. 
Well, here's what I want to say. You were talking about the physicality here. I don't even think he's super physical. Like, who runs harder, him or AP in his prime? AP. I, if he, Imagine he had that mentality when he ran, like AP. He's just but so But I feel like that kind of aids him because he doesn't get hurt because he's like, I'm not going to go for that big car crash right now. I'm just going to chill yeah. and, like, glide through it. And, I mean, AP was, what, 225? This guy's 250, and it's like noticeable he looks like he's probably like 260 some games but it's not even like he's big or anything like i'm sure eddie lacy's look at him like why couldn't i be six <laughs> four that's three Sorry, running backs you have che- name dropped that are freaking terrible <laughs> cheeseburger eddie <laughs> cheeseburger eddie but look man i'm sorry i'm sorry shout out to them is he is he the greatest running back you have seen in your lifetime AP would be one. Two will be, I was going to say Marshawn Lynch, just because I think Marshawn Lynch is so underrated. Like, he had home run speed. He had shiftiness. He had the power. Like, if you who's more powerful? Eddie, um, anyways, who's more powerful, Marshawn Lynch or Derrick Henry? Marshawn Lynch, definitely. I, I think Marshawn Lynch That's, was more powerful than... Adrian Peterson. I think it'd probably go for me. AP, Derrick Henry, Marshawn Lynch. Those are my top three I've seen in my lifetime. See, look, I will say this. I want to make one footnote. Saquon Barkley has got to be just one of the most physically gifted running backs I've ever seen. Okay. Now, production-wise, will that ever matter? I don't know. But I just want to give a shout-out. I'm just going to say this. Saquon's my guy. There's one guy you did forget, and I I think he will be higher on your list. One guy that's better than all these guys, in my opinion. And I hate him. LaDainian Tomlinson. I I very carefully considered him, but no. I you was don't not think so. a big. Maybe it's just because I have the image of him in his coat in Foxborough crying because he's, he's hurt. But... I don't know, man. I just – he was shifty. He had the speed. He had some power. He had good hands. I'll say this. If I was – he's probably better than Derrick Henry. I don't know. Is he? he it's hard to say because we're so early in Derrick Henry's career, and he has – besides what? Last year was really when he started evolving into this talk of – well, it's just the peaks of Derrick Henry, right? Like the 200-yard games. Yeah. yeah. So here's my question. can we? Should we just put AP aside? Because I've never seen anything like the season he had where he won MVP. I've never seen like that from a running no. back. And def- yeah, and after the, the torn MCL and all that, or ACL, whatever it was, it, that was amazing. So we should just call that the number one like running back season. That's the number yeah. one season, even though he In didn't our the yards record. In that our was lifetime. the best. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that aside. I know. What do you have? What did Ladanian have? 32 touchdowns? That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Right? It was 32? Look, a lot of these guys, you got to give them credit, especially Derrick Henry in a passing league right now. So it's not like back in the day where these guys are running 40, 50 times. But does that benefit him playing in the passing league now? Because now instead of going against, you know, like imagine him going against. The Seahawks defense when they first came out with, you know, Bruce Irvin, 
Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, like big beefy linebackers. I mean, they're not beefy compared to like the '90s guys, but I'd say Bobby Wagner now is like bigger than I'd say like Devin White or something. You know? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Just the whole the whole image of the of the NFL. You, you see a lot more nickel packages. You, a lot of guys rather have a corner than than a linebacker in there. So I completely get what you're saying. It can benefit both ways, but Derrick Henry's amazing. Why does it seem like Tennessee gets a great running back every 10 years? I think people forget. Man, we low-key forgot about Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson was good, but he was a one-trick pony. Let's be real. But that one trick was, you couldn't be stopped for, what, a year and a half? (laughs) Yeah, he was really good. Look, a lot of this is going to depend. He's the fastest person you've ever seen, right? No. Or Tyreek. Tyreek was faster than Chris Johnson. I'm I'm confident. We're running back wise. Yeah, Chris Johnson was probably the fastest. But going back on Derrick Henry, a lot of this is going to depend on consistency and can he keep this keep this up. And like you said, you would expect him to be, you know, he's 6'3", 250 pounds. You would expect him to have a little bit more um tread on those on those tires and you know he's you know real physical he's a real big guy but you know he does avoid contact every once in a while and sometimes he's like, ah, i'm not gonna take that that hit right there i was just gonna bring that up you think about zeke elliott that tread on that tire is balding yeah definitely and he you think about the car crashes he went through the first three years of his exactly. career it was just you know car third, crash car third crash. and ones anything less than two yards three yards or less you knew the cowboys were running it and you couldn't do anything about it because zeke in that offensive line zeke will just put down his head and he'll get the first down regardless and i know people are going to say what about all those like you know big holes you'd run through and wouldn't get touched but man when zeke got into like a hit it was bad, but that's like what he thrived on it. Like he he was a sledgehammer for what three years, and now we kind of see like he don't got that no more. He lost that top gear, and I mean Derrick Henry, he doesn't look fast, but he's fast. I'm saying he runs away from people. Yeah, he definitely has the whole package, man. He he can bully you inside. He has a stiff arm. He can hurdle. <laughs> he has top speed. He has home run speed. He can catch the ball out of the backfield good enough. He's he's the whole package, man. I, I'm really looking forward to him just staying consistent, man. Don't die down. Don't let it be a little two two season thing. Cause if you if you keep this up, man, you're gonna be a great. You're gonna be one of the greatest running backs ever. And I hope he keeps it up. Anything else on this so, game? I was gonna say nothing on this game. Feel bad for Deshaun. I'm gonna ask one more question about Derrick Henry and we can move on. You know how most running backs after that 2,000-yard year, they kind of go in a slump? Would you bet more on – or what would you say the percentage is of him hitting 2,000 again or getting into a slump? I wouldn't lean more to the slump side. I would would honestly go the other way. That's how confident I am. Yeah, That's good confidence. And we can table that for another time, but I just thought that was an interesting idea. That would be a good bet, but – um. Let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens, who also clinched a playoff spot today. They went eleven and five. They beat Cincinnati, who went four eleven and one. They slaughtered them thirty eight to three. This game was not close. Baltimore ran all over them. Not much to say about this game. 
I'm excited for the revenge match of the playoffs last year. Maybe they should re-sign Earl Thomas so he can talk some crap and get stiff-armed and turned around and made into a meme. <laughs> yeah, it's we, we got the rematch, so we'll see what happens. Do you remember the total rushing yards for Baltimore? No, what was it? 404 Jesus. rushing yards. That is insane. I heard running the ball was cheating one time. Shout out to Lamar so Jackson. He, he hit 1,000 yards today. He got his 97. Only quarterback in NFL history with 2,000-yard rushing. I know he only threw for 113 yards, but, man, they didn't have to pass the ball today. Yeah, they – look, they got their little groove back at the right time. It is insane to me that – the Baltimore Ravens won 11 games this year, and they had to wait until week 17 to clinch a playoff spot. That's just a testament on how great the AFC is. And three of weeks in a row, they looked like dog crap, and we were all kind of writing them off. I never faltered because I believe in Lamar. You were calling him for dead, saying he's a running back. I don't really want to get into that right now. I started a huge <laughs> argument with you because we got to move on. I still believe that, but yeah, let's let's move on. But you want to stay in the division and go to the next game? Yeah, the uh, what Cleveland, right? Pittsburgh finishes the year twelve and four, coming off a loss to Cleveland, eleven and five. They punched their ticket. There were no helmets swung this game. Mason Rudolph <laughs> and Miles Garrett were on their best behavior. Oh man, man, come on, Brown. The Browns almost choked this game. They fumbled. <laughs> I was like, what are you guys doing? It's not that hard. The Steelers aren't playing anybody. Like, come on, figure it out. The Steelers didn't know who to play at um, quarterback. They were, they were playing Joshua Dobbs, Mason Rudolph. Big Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Josh Dobbs and Mason Rudolph. But Mason Rudolph is a bum. But look, I just want to take this time. Congratulations to the Cleveland Browns. They haven't made the playoffs since 2002. I love seeing that. As Just coming from a Raider fan, I know how it feels. Um, shout out to you guys. You guys get to actually see your starting quarterback play in a playoff game. So be grateful, all right? Even though you guys are going to play. You always got to bring it back to that one game against <laughs> don't, the Texans, don't mention don't it, bro. You? That's nightmares, all right? Who was the quarterback? McCarron? Connor Cook. Connor be grateful, Cook. That's Cleveland, okay? You can have Connor Cook starting in your playoff game. Yo, Baker's going to be busy this week making commercials, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he definitely um, – Punched himself a couple of commercials for for that win and what he's done for the city of Cleveland. Congrats to them, man! It's what a great season. Eleven and five. A lot of people didn't even see him going eleven and five. Um, congratulations to them, Pittsburgh. Look, I don't really take anything into this game. Big, they're a whole different team with Big Ben. Their receivers look good today. That's that's the most I can say. Claiborne. Kind of got back in his bag today, and Juju scored a touchdown. But, look, it's going to be a whole different team next week. And Cleveland got a big task. Yeah. It's that weird. uh, It happened to the Eagles and Cowboys one time. Week 17 they play, and the next week they play in the wild card. That's always weird. Now, I think we're getting two of them this year, right? Yeah, two of them. Especially with the – that's weird. Yeah. I mean – there wasn't really much to say about this game. I felt like we kind of got robbed because Pittsburgh really wasn't playing for much and Big Ben didn't play. I mean, let's just go to the next one. Arizona, they're going to miss the playoffs at 8-8. Eight and eight, And they lost to the Rams. 10-6, and six, the Rams finish. Kyler Murray gets banged up in the, what, first quarter? Doesn't come back till the fourth? Yeah, ankle injury. <laughs> Yo, should we question his 
toughness at this point? It's definitely something to look at. He is a little munchkin, so <laughs> he, could, he look at the little munchkin. Look at him. He's so cute. Oh, he's old. Him looks like Baby Yoda. But yeah, it's a tough, tough year for the for the Cardinals, man. I'm gonna stick to it. We're a year early on them. They're gonna be fine next year, as long as you know Kyler Murray is there and Hopkins and all those guys are healthy. They they add to their defense. They they'll be fine. They're a year early, and I know it sucks for them. I know Kyler in his press conference was, I you know I felt like this was a playoff team. I just really don't think so. I think you guys were really inconsistent this year. You guys deserve to go eight and eight. And that's what it is. It's it's really not much to it. And on the other side with the Rams, what do you think of the Rams? Well, one, they won this game without Jared Goff. And shouldn't that have been impossible considering Jared Goff's that franchise guy? <laughs> I know, right? Was oh. named Steve Walford, John Walford, <laughs> the finance I like guy. What, he, what I seen from him, bro. He just he ain't mad. He moved quick. He kind of throws the ball. I mean. Should we just talk about how both these teams maybe should invest in the backup quarterback market? <laughs> like, hey, just sign Andy Dalton so you actually have someone who's not terrible back there. Yo, yo, whoever Arizona's backup is, he is a bomb. I was just about to say that. Bro, he looks like a wannabe Patrick Mahomes out there. I was going to say, that was in my nose. I didn't even discuss it. He got the sleeve yep. to the... 15, I was like, yo, you can't wear like, 15. Mahomes be that bad, bro. What's up with this, bro? Is this Mahomes' brother? Did he come out early? Like <laughs> thinking that. He had the, dude, he low-key had the gear, too, which was like, come on, he did, bro. He definitely In did the not play like Mahomes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but look, I know we talk a lot of crap about Jared Goff, and deservingly so, but if I had to pick a dark horse, who has the potential of making the Super Bowl. And, of course, Jared Goff has to play freaking amazing. He has to step his game up in a big way. I see him as a dark horse, man. They could get it together. Well, I mean, they don't really have to get it together. Goff just has to not play awful. Their defense is amazing. DeAndre Hopkins lost against Jalen Ramsey today. Aaron Donald was good. The Rams' defense is amazing. Uh, Troy Hill had a pick six. That was a great return. And I know I just said we're getting another matchup in the wild card. I, I, I was wrong. I meant to say we're getting three, like, you know, the Rams are playing the Seahawks. And that's the third matchup. We don't see that too often. Yeah. And usually it's uh, – I don't think any of these teams swept the other. So that's a good that's a good sign because it's hard, it's hard for teams to beat um, a division opponent three times in one one season. So that's something to look at. But let's see what the Rams do next week. They got a they got a big task at their hands. Do we have an update on Goff? Uh, I don't have no update on Goff. We'll see how the week goes. They definitely gonna need Goff to beat the Seahawks. I tell you that much. They need Goff or they need Aaron Donald to have five sacks <laughs> and five forced fumbles. Yeah. And look and five fumble they recoveries just played, and five touchdowns. Yeah, th- they just played the Seahawks last week. So it's, it's not that much of a of a um, break from playing each other. I feel bad for every home playoff team without fans, <laughs> especially the Seahawks. I mean, even with fans, even with fans, it's not like to the point where it should be. You know, like it's a hostile environment, in Seattle. Like that home field is important. Yeah, definitely. 
moving on to the next game, um, Atlanta. They went four and twelve this year. They got beat down by the red hot um, Tampa Bay's. <laughs> if I'm saying Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, who went eleven and five this year, beat the hell out of the Falcons, forty four to twenty seven. Tampa Bay looks really good, man. They're they're hot at the right time. Didn't you just love how Atlanta was kind of keeping it close for a little bit, giving you like that fake hope, and then they just crumbled. <laughs> they went. They had that Anthony Lynn, Matt Quinn. Yo, I'm calling it right now. I think Atlanta should hire Anthony Lynn. <laughs> Get the ultimate collapse. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Young Way Koo will not like that. They will tank if they get Anthony Lynn. They're tanking. But I mean, let let's just talk about Tampa Bay. Atlanta's done. I feel bad for Julio. Mike Evans got hurt, and you know what? Let's just say this: there was a game played on that field the night before. Can we stop doing that? Can we stop ruining fields? Like we've seen Soldier Field, right? Let's not try to. Mi- Make that in Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was. It's so head scratching when 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 the NFL teams do that, or just stadiums in general. Just why would they allow yeah. it? I don't understand. Like, would you need the money? There's no fans. Like, be like, you know what? Find somewhere else to play. Exactly. And and there was a lot of slipping on that turf. It was trash. Yeah, yeah. you're you're completely right, man. So. What Mike Evans got hurt? They still got Godwin and hey, Tonyo Brown kind of coming out. Maybe he should step in the what hyperbolic chamber, burn his feet. <laughs> Scotty Too Hotty Miller can play. Yo, AB stole that touchdown from Scotty Too Hotty, bro. <laughs> to be honest, ever since that uh, Tonyo Browns came in the picture, Scotty Too Hotty hasn't been that much involved as he no. was in the beginning of the season. I thought Tom would like like him. He's small. He's white. He's he's pretty quick. But nah, man, no white receivers for Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, Tampa Bay's hot. We'll get a little bit more into their matchup next week. They're they're gonna be playing football team. What a what a matchup for for the Bucks. They they might have a chance uh, football team because they have the defensive line. We'll get more into it in, uh, next podcast. But Tom was not happy with that. Tom was rooting for the Giants. <laughs> Tom was going to be unhappy either way, I feel like. Yeah, but still. I know Giants fans wanted to add to that resume of losing to the Giants. Imagine. Yeah. Giant fans that would, would have be a crazy. Day. He has to face the Giants again. But, look, he get, you can't complain. You got the NFC least. You got to play that one of those teams. So they kind of lucked out, in my opinion. Moving on to the Green Bay Packers, who finished the year 13-3. and Aaron Rodgers topped off his MVP season, in my opinion. They beat the Chicago Bears, who went 8-8. Eight and eight. And even though they lost today, they have definitely clinched a playoff berth going 8-8. Eight and eight. I know the Dolphins are sick. I know every AFC team that missed the playoffs are sick because the Chicago Bears made it. I can't wait for the Bears season to end on a doinked field goal and Matt Nagy to lose his stuff and Trubisky to just sell out the game. Trubisky didn't play great today. I feel like the Bears just dropped the ball. Literally, they were dropping the ball all over the field. They had like three fumbles, I think. Trubisky had a dumb pick. Yeah, real sloppy. Green Bay just looked great. And I feel so bad for David Bakhtiari. That's such a big loss, man. I can't even think about 
something like that happening in week 17 in the season. In practice, topping all off, not even during a game. That was in practice. The only other player I could think that tore his ACL in practice was Deshaun Watson, and me and you were hurt that day. We couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, that, that was insane. That was early in the season, too. Yeah, it was like weeks. It was right after he had like that, what, five weeks after Tom Savage didn't pan out? <laughs> Another Bill O'Brien genius pick. Exactly. But, uh, Look, I'm going to stick to it. Chicago's not that good. I, You stopped the run game. You stopped the Chicago Bears. I'm tired of hearing all this talk about Trubisky and Trubisky this and Trubisky that. Look, without a run game, this guy sucks. Okay, He had multiple chances today to pick the team up and get them back into that game. And he couldn't do it. Why? Because they had no run game. Okay, David Montgomery got shut down today. All right, that Packers defense continues to impress us. They locked down Derrick Henry last week, who you've seen the way we're talking about him. And David Montgomery's been on a tear, okay? And he got locked down today. The Bears had no run game. And that was the biggest question I had with the Packers was, how are they going to handle big running backs? Or not big running backs, but just you know top-tier running backs. They can't stop a nosebleed. We saw what happened to them against San Francisco. But these last two weeks, if you I had that question, I'm kind of feeling better about it. Yeah, and unfortunately for the Bears, they're going to be playing one of the you know stingiest defenses when it comes to running backs in the Saints. So good luck, Chicago, next week. You know what? Let's talk about the Saints since you want to bring them up with their noodle arm quarterback <laughs> and no camera. Yo, can we just stop? Let's let's say this. First of all, it sucks when your whole running back room gets COVID and they can't play. And really quick, can we talk about COVID for one minute? Because I love NFL Red Zone. Do you love NFL Red yeah. Zone? Scott Hansen today said, you know what? Big shout out to the NFL. They didn't cancel a single game for COVID. <laughs> that just shows you. And I was like, bro, they should have canceled about six <laughs> games for COVID. They screwed Denver. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, that's not a good look they for were them. Just that was just how we don't care. That season, baby. That's all they were. They said, you got about. COVID. Oh, just go sit down. You good? You good? We'll be all right. <laughs> like, they don't care. So I don't want to hear any of that. Oh, then if I didn't have to cancel a game, they should have canceled the game. They should have had a week eighteen. Yeah, there's a lot of teams who got who got lost in that shuffle. Like, Baltimore Ravens also they they had one of those weeks where they should not have played in that game, but COVID's a whole messed up situation. It is it is you know the light at the tunnel. We we made it, okay. We made it to the playoffs. Hopefully, no other team winds up losing their quarterback or someone big due to COVID in one of these playoff games because it's gonna be tough. All right. It's going to be tough for the fan base. They would have to reschedule it if that happened, right? They would have to reschedule. I don't know how. I don't know how they'll reschedule. Well, I mean, it's the NFL. What are we talking about? <laughs> Just get your backup, baby. Exactly. Build, build, build your backs up, um, backups up. But, look, I know, I know it's the Panthers, okay? And I know you hate Drew Brees. But that was an impressive win by the Saints, okay? No running backs. They had Ty Montgomery in there, and they still won the game. And, look, Drew Brees looked good today. I don't care what you say. You can call him noodle arm all you want. And 
for the situation that were, that they were in this year with losing Drew Brees, the Mike, Michael Thomas situation, um, playing a running back at quarterback, not even playing Jameis Winston, and for them to go twelve and four <laughs> and sweep the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win their division, that's impressive. Sean Payton deserves maybe some coach of the year votes for all of the things he dealt with. I feel like he always gets forgot about when we talk about the upper echelon of coaches. It's always like Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll and stuff and Andy Reid. I feel like Sean Payton just gets forgotten about just because of some bad luck in the postseason. Yeah, Sean, Sean Payton's great, man. And, you know, it's it's just because he's been doing it for so long. He's He's been so consistent. He's only had about, what, one or two bad years, and it was never due to the offense. It was always a defensive problem with them if they did suck. Yeah, and cap hell. <laughs> Somehow they're over, like, 20 million over the cap. Right. Um, Carolina, you guys had a good year, all things considered. I know they're going to finish at 5-11, and 11, but they were in a lot of close games. Uh, today was bad. They threw five picks. P.J. Walker threw three. Teddy Bridgewater threw two. Christian McCaffrey barely played the whole year. So they had a good season, I would yeah. say. I give him like a B plus. Hey, Mike Davis had 1,000 yards this year. So just imagine what Christian McCaffrey could have done healthy. So that's something to look oh, at. Oh, yeah. And Mike Davis is just whatever's too. It's not like he's anything exactly. great. No offense. I mean, I love him, but he's not nothing great. And, I mean, it really rests on – the Saints getting healthy because Kamara was a scratch on, I think, Saturday or Friday. Yeah, the whole running back room after and, that was gone well, once that news came out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough to pick the Saints without Kamara in the playoffs and Michael Thomas. So let's just hope they get healthy. I mean, I'm not rooting against the Saints. I, I don't hate Drew Brees. I just hate his arm. Yeah. And I hate the narratives around him. Well, moving on, moving on to another NFC team. They locked up their playoff spot last week with winning the division. Seahawks, man, finished 12-4. and four. They beat the San Francisco 49ers, who went 6-10 and 10 this year. Okay, but they fought hard today, okay? They, they, they fought to the bitter yeah, end. they fought. Robert Sala, they're showing him with his bald head. <laughs> probably going to get hired for Atlanta or Detroit, they were saying. If I'm a Niner fan, I'm proud of this team. And you know that, you know that Niner family we always talk about yeah. one? He said, we talk about the Raiders too much. We don't talk about the Niners damn near enough. <laughs> so let's give him some Niner talk just to appease him for a little okay. bit. Cut Jimmy G. Would you be proud of this team? Oh, <laughs> oh let's go ahead and say it again. <laughs> Cut Jimmy G. Cut him. Get rid of him. He's done. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I'll say this. He's not very good. They got an amazing roster, all things considered. They got talent a lot of places. Granted, they got some free agents. They got Trent Williams. Kittle's about to get his bag. You got Richard Sherman leaving. George Kittle's a monster, dude. Did you see that catch he had today, the one-hander? Yeah, he's great. Just imagine he had a quarterback. Just imagine. Look, a big part of that success in, in San Francisco is Kyle Shanahan. And as long as they keep Kyle Shanahan, they're going to be all right. Okay, with all things considered this year, with that team going six and ten, it was impressive. Okay, because a lot of the, the the times that when they did get blown out, it was one against really good teams. You know, against the Packers and Bills, those are Super Bowl contenders. And a lot of those weeks, they had a lot of COVID situations, and 
Ugh, the injuries just pile up for them left and right. I don't know who their strength and conditioning coaches or whoever the medical staff is. They need to get reevaluated almost every year because it seems like for the last, I would say, six seasons, this team has been riddled with injuries every single year. So they got to change something. I, I know every team deals with injuries, but that team's on a whole different level. It seems like they they have the most guys on IR every single season. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, let's go to Seattle really quick. Russell Wilson pulled a rabbit out of his hat. I thought Frisco had them. And Tyler Lockett made an amazing catch. DK Metcalf, he had such a great year considering all the crap that was talked about him because of his three-cone last year. Seattle, every year, man, they seem to get, what, 10 to 12 wins? It's like clockwork. Yeah, it's a great year for them, man. Look, I'm glad Tyler Lockett came out of his shell. He's been MIA for the last couple weeks, so that was good to see. We're going we're, we're gonna to see him go against the Rams, like we said. So they look locked and loaded. They got some confidence going into the playoffs. But The defense has been playing yeah. great the last six weeks. There's no debate. They've been really yeah. good. And two uh, against two um, great offensive-minded coaches in Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan that know that defense really well. And I know it was C.J. Beathard and uh, broken down golf or whatever. It, it's still impressive, man, because of where they were. Yo, shout out to Carlos Dunlap, man. He's been great for them. Was he the best trade of the year? I know NFL trades aren't huge. I mean, maybe Stephon Diggs. Yeah. So he's uh, what second DeAndre best Hopkins. trade? Maybe midseason trade. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was considering more. You know, like in the season trade, he's been good for them because they sucked at passing. They sucked at rushing the passer, and their pass rush has been coming alive the last couple weeks. Yeah. No, they're Like you said, their defense has been playing well. Jamal Adams is looking like he's getting more comfortable, and the communication is getting a lot better in the back end. Oh, yeah. There's no guys running free <laughs> for 90 yards. I mean, I feel like that's a good segue I just did right there. Let's talk about. Okay, we're gonna go to the meaningless games, but speaking of ninety yard scampers for touchdowns, you wanna you wanna take the lead? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um actually won today. Okay, and I know I'm talking about them like if they lost, but they finished the year eight and eight. Uh they beat the Denver Broncos, who finished the year five and eleven. They beat the Broncos thirty two to thirty one by one point. It was deja vu today. Uh came down to the two point conversion. The only difference is that the Raiders got it this year, but Thank God they went for two. <laughs> they did not need to try to tie exactly. that game up. Yeah, I was like, yeah, if Gruden like that is an example. Sorry, can yeah. I say real quick? That is an example of not like intentionally trying to lose, but trying to get the game over with, which is fine. Not like Doug Peterson just saying, let's just go home, let's not even try. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, if if Gruden didn't go for two, he should have been fired if he didn't go for two. But look, Darrell Worley should be cut. He did the most. That was a joke. That was a joke. He was like Khalil Mack rookie year celebrating the sack with Justin Tuck or whoever. Was it Ray Ray Armstrong? Who was it? Uh, C.O. Moore. C.O. Moore. <laughs> Big C.O. Moore. <laughs> yeah, Daryl Worley, please get cut. Cut that dude. He's he's terrible. The, the play that me and Max are talking about, the, the guy catches the ball, and it's that typical uh, guy catches it, He's down, but he fumbles the ball kind of late. He's clearly down. 
the the play was was called dead. He picks up the ball. He holds the ball because the clock is running. So he winds up getting a delay of game and almost puts him in field goal range. <laughs> he, he was running like in a circle. He was like running in a circle. He wasn't doing anything. He was like, oh, I have the ball. It was like, bro, what are you doing? Okay, look, what was worse, that or the play called by Romeo Cornell in the Texans-Titans game to give <laughs> A.J. Brown a 70-yard bomb for no reason with 20 seconds left? It was some Greg Williams. Bro, we got to compare that after. Hold on. We'll go to that later. Go back to the Raiders. <laughs> but, yeah, Darren Worley be cut. Uh, shout out to Darren Waller. He broke Tim Brown's single-season reception record. Uh, Darren Waller's a bright spot on this team. Uh, but. It doesn't change anything for the Raiders, okay? This is your typical 8-8 eight and eight team. Had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. They deserve that 8-8 eight and eight record. And I hate to say it, but it's where I, I predicted them in the beginning of the season, okay? I know it's not recorded, but Max, is, Max, Max can um, be, my, be my witness. And I did say they were going to go. That's not true at all. He said they were going 16-0. and 0. <laughs> No. That's not true at all. <laughs> He said sixteen and Stop. zero, and they're gonna lose in the Super no. Bowl. No, he said eight and eight. I remember saying nine. Well, every year we just fill out the record predictions for every team. We just do it for fun before we had the podcast. I think I said nine and seven. You said eight and eight, and this was damn near yeah, right. We're both right. It's only that that one year we both picked the Cardinals to go like thirteen <laughs> and three, and they went like four and twelve. Yeah, Oops. that was a bad moment. But yeah, they they deserve that eight and eight record. It's it's typical of your eight and eight team. So inconsistent. They get blown out one week. They look good against another team, and it's so up and down. On the other side, Drew Lock, you're still terrible. The Broncos still suck. They have a good future with Jerry Judy, but they need a they need a better quarterback in there. They need a. I I just wish Vic Vangio would just stay there, be def- defensive coordinator, and just give someone else the head coaching job because the defense plays so Can hard. Can we for talk? Them. Can we talk about how bad he was at the end of the game? I know it's your team, but like this was just bad. He kept calling timeouts. Oh my god! Scrambling, yeah, he bailed us out for no reason. Conversion. For no reason. <laughs> he bailed you out on the touchdown too. He's calling a timeout. I'm like, just let the clock exactly. run, bro. Nothing's gonna yeah, happen. It was, it was bad. Vic Vangio as a head coach, not so good. Something about the AFC West and the coaching, man. They just don't understand situational <laughs> football. Real. Only Andy Reid. Andy Reid used to have back in the day. It was really bad with clock. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, there was a game, Eagles versus Buffalo, where Michael Vick stands in the pocket. There's like eight seconds left in the half. He throws the ball out of balance and hits like the shot clock or like the play clock, and there's zero time left, and we didn't get crap for it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Andy Reid, man, he's getting better though. Yeah, well, Patrick Mahomes is a good, good um, guy to have for uh, clock management. But I mean, should we just quickly go through the games that didn't matter yeah, right now? We like the Chiefs and Chargers. Yeah, Chargers, they won today. They finished the year seven and nine. Uh, unfortunately, KC did not go fifteen and one. I wish they did, but at least it doesn't go on Mahomes' record. Mahomes didn't start. KC didn't play anyone. Chargers, please fire Anthony Lynn. I know you went seven and nine. Please fire him. They, there was a report coming out that they think they think he's going to be gone tomorrow in the morning. Please don't ruin Herbert. <laughs> like let Herbert live. You guys already tried to kill Tyrod Taylor, so let's just leave Herbert alone. Justin Herbert, what a year, man! He was better than Joe Burrow, even though Joe Burrow got hurt. Herbert was the best rookie quarterback. There was a lot of talk between him and Tua. 
We have the answer. It was Herbert. He set the rookie passing touchdown record. I want to. I want to give him rookie of the year. I wish they would split it between him and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and it's a it's a great seg. Let's go to that game. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, segue to the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings won today, thirty-seven to thirty-five. They finished the year seven and nine. Uh, they beat the Detroit Lions, who finish a five and eleven record. Um, they're gonna get a new head coach, but you mentioned Justin Jefferson. What a great season for him! He broke the the rookie receiving yards record. So props to him. He's he's amazing. I hope they do split it with him and Herbert. Uh, both of them are deserving of the award. It fills my heart with joy to watch Jalen Rieger get knocked out of games and be injured. <laughs> and knowing that I don't get to root for Justin Jefferson, who was fourth in the NFL or fourth or fifth in receiving yards and was a monster all year. Good thing we didn't take that guy. But all jokes aside, shout out to him. His cleats were amazing with Randy Moss mentions. I'll say one thing for Detroit. Stafford still got it, bro. He can still be a great quarterback. But I think it is time for him to get the hell out of town. He doesn't need to be there and just carry that franchise. Yeah, they need to start building around him because if they don't, Matthew Stafford got to stop playing the nice guy and Andrew Luck role and just say everything's my fault and it's on me. And No, bro, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not on the organization. At all. Freaking stinks, and they don't build around you for for nothing. Okay, the last weapon you had was Calvin Johnson. Okay, and they try to draft tight ends for you back to back drafts, and it's bad. Okay, <laughs> you guys haven't had a running back in bro, years. It, look, they don't build around you. AP still got it, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> AP can still wheel and look, deal. Speak, hey, you know what'd be a good landing spot for what? Stafford? New England. That would be a great spot. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him with the, Cam with Newton. Belichick. could just retire in peace. <laughs> Cam Newton doesn't need to play. I mean, Jets versus Patriots. Bill Bill Belichick just stuck it to the Jets for no reason. They've already fired Adam Gase. Thank God. Who saw that coming? I don't know. Everybody. They ruined <laughs> their season. They didn't even Why? get Trevor Lawrence. Why keep this guy through the end of the season? It, it made no sense to me. Why wouldn't you just fire him? Week four, or you know, whenever when you're zero and ten, zero and eleven, I don't care. Why would you after keep the Raider him? game get rid of the whole coaching staff? I don't know. I have no idea. That's why the Jets are getting the second. Pick. Exactly. It, that was just that was terrible. Okay, I never understood the hey, let our coach finish out the season. You know, I I never got that. If if you know you're gonna fire the dude at the end of the season, especially when you're zero and eight or zero and nine, whatever the hell you were. Why wait to the end of the season? It made no sense to me. Exactly. And, you know, on the opposite side, Bill Belichick, he's not going anywhere. They went 7-9. and nine. I think that's a good record for them. What do you think? I, with all things considered, with the Cam Newton situation not working out, no playmakers, uh, lost a bunch of their players in the beginning of the season to, to COVID um, due to the players just not wanting to play for uh, this season due to that. With all that considered, he did great. Seven and nine, that's not bad, okay? They had their moments. Um, with that roster and with any other coach, I don't see an, a, a coach winning more than four games with that team. So props to Bill Belichick. I still hate the Patriots. I don't care. You guys earn. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Patriot fans 100%. still earn your stripes. Um, we'll see. 
only thing that sorry, we'll see where they go from here. The only bad thing for them is finishing seven and nine. They probably won't get a shot at like one of the top tier quarterbacks, like Justin Fields. I mean, you want to talk about the college games really quick? I mean, Bama, Notre Dame, they got blown out. Notre Dame loves getting blown out by good teams <laughs> in bowl games. Yeah, uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Ooh. Man. Look. He looks like Amari Cooper, bro. <laughs> but, like, just Whatever better. happened to Bama just being the factory for defensive players? How about them offensive players lately? Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, not to mention um, the guy who's hurt, the receiver, Waddle. Oh, Jalen Waddle, yeah, man. Oh, they, my god. They're gosh. quarterbacks for Heisman, so he might be. A, Apparently, he might get yeah. drafted first round. He might, he might. Look, he's definitely going to get drafted, okay? So, uh, they're they're becoming a factory over the last couple t- years of just offensive players. Remember when all they could do was run the ball? Remember those? Days? I, I know. miss that Bama. I miss that Bama. I don't like Bama that throws the ball. I miss like Bama where they couldn't pass block. All they had was like the biggest, fattest like O lineman <laughs> who just mauled people they to still death. Got by some Chance Warmack, bro. <laughs> hey, what happened? To, you don't like to curse on the podcast, bro. Put a dollar in the swear jar. <laughs> but, but you know what? Justin Fields got his revenge on Trevor Lawrence. Man, Dabo, my guy. <laughs> Tough look. Shut up. Stop giving them board material. Oh, man. You don't do that. Don't rank them 11. Come look, on. The, fan, the fandom came out of me watching that game because, look, like I said, I love I love um, the Buckeyes. Uh, just a quick little backstory. I'm not a big college football fan. Neither is Max as far as, you know, we have our diehard teams with the Lakers and the Eagles and the Raiders. So, me growing up, my my first introduction to to college football really started watching it was Terrell Pryor. I was a huge fan of Terrell Pryor, not not because he was a Raider. I was a fan of him before that when he was in Ohio State, and that's what made me like Ohio State. I know it's a cheesy way, but I would admit it. I, I I've I'm not a diehard fan it of filled Ohio State. one's heart with joy. <laughs> When the Raiders took Terrell <laughs> Fryer the, in the supplemental draft, exactly. But hey, I'm I'm happy for Justin Fields. What a warrior, bro! He got hit in the beginning of that game. Looked like he was rarely in pain, but he fought through it. Yo, should that have guy got kicked out for that hit? No. I don't think he should have been. College kicked has out. always been. I thought that was just yeah. Like a college hit. has always been really strict on things like that. I thought it was BS, but man, Trevor Lawrence, he played good. Clemson's defense has vanished. I don't know what happened. Yeah, there. I don't. Man, I was surprising. I'm shocked that Ohio State did that to them. It's that was big. Um, it seemed like they had a a really good game plan against Trevor Lawrence. As far as um, kind of what a lot of teams do to the Chiefs to beat them, and I'm like, hey, we're we're not gonna give up a big play to you. You're gonna have to take all this underneath stuff. So you're gonna have to be patient and. Dump it down to one of one of your guys, and he's gonna have to beat us. You're not gonna beat us throwing this ball all over the damn field, and it, and it worked out. There was so much NFL talent on the field; it was insane. Well, the only thing I heard that sucked was Clemson's OC was out with COVID, which I mean that just sucks. You don't have your offensive coordinator, but shout out to Ohio State. We got a rematch: Ohio State versus Bama. They played in the semifinal the first year with twelve gauge Cardale Jones, <laughs> my guy. And Big Zeke Elliott and Michael Thomas and, and the Bosa, which was a Joey Bosa? 
Yeah, Joey Bosa. I think Joey Bosa. Bosa, yeah, he was there. So, oh man, I can't wait to watch that game. Yeah, man. hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it's not a blowout. No, I don't think it will be. I feel like it'll be pretty good. Yeah. Um. So that's about it, Max. Um. We got that playoff coming up, the final, I guess, and we got the play- NFL playoffs. You want to just do like a quick little, not really a preview, but just maybe like a teaser? Yeah. Of the match. I, I want to go over some of these lines that they have. So we'll, we'll go after uh, Saturday games. We got uh, the Colts at Buffalo at 10 a.m. And then for the 140 game, we got Rams at Seattle. And then for the night game, we got Washington and Tampa Bay. How do you feel about Buffalo being disrespected and being the first game at 10 a.m.? I feel like they should be in the primetime slot. I don't know why they have them that early. I have no idea. I don't know why the scheduling is like that. I feel like the first game should have been like Chicago versus the Saints on the Saturday morning. Like I feel like that's always the worst game. <laughs> uh, apparently the worst game of the of the of the playoffs in the first round is Baltimore and Tennessee because that's the one that's on ESPN. <laughs> is Booger calling it? No, he is definitely not. Wait, the ESPN games on Sunday? It's always I know, Saturday. They, I guess they didn't give him a Saturday game. They gave him a Sunday game. It's Baltimore at Tennessee. Look at ESPN moving up in the <laughs> world. I'm excited for that revenge game. I didn't mention it. But did Jason Garrett have the revenge game of the year knocking out the Cowboys? Yeah, definitely. He he really loved loved himself some some cowboy um ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> some play coach hard against your old team. Right. I'm excited for that one the most, I think. And the Arizona Seattle one, I'm sorry. The LA Ram versus Seattle one's kinda weird to me, just because we don't know if Goff's gonna play. I feel like that's a – I know Goff, we talk bad about him, but he's better than Walford, well, honestly. With as much question mark that as that is, the line right now, Seattle's only favored four and a half. I would say they should be favored by like eight. Yeah. Or it's a touchdown. Insane. Or I don't know how gambling is, but. Yeah, it's insane because Tampa Bay's favored by ten and a half. Buffalo's favored by six and a half. And the – that. That game should be good. There's no way. I would say three and a half. No for way. what? Indian Buffalo. Yeah, you know Frank Wright knows Buffalo. <laughs> Boy was making those playoff comebacks. Yeah, look, Indy's a good team, man. I just it sucks that they're gonna play Buffalo. the The one line that that gets me worried is Baltimore at Tennessee. Baltimore is favored on the road in Tennessee by three and a half. Is that right? Yeah, sure? it, I mean, it may move during the week. It's going to change up as the week goes on, but that's the starting line right now. That's insane. Why would anyone pick Baltimore? <laughs> Just because they've been looking good against these trash cans? I guess so. And I, I I think a lot of it is Tennessee's defense. Tennessee's defense just does not look good. Well, it's not like Baltimore's got some great passing offense. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then uh, New Orleans is favored um, nine and a half against Chicago. That seems about right. That's too high. That seems way that's, that's too high. I would say four and a half. You're wrong about this one. I'm gonna disagree <laughs> with you on this one. You know, you know them. You know the Saints struggle in postseason. 
We've oh, seen that. Oh, my goodness. Not against the Trubiscuit, but Cleveland. Hey, Kirk Cousins got them last year. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half. I, I feel like that's about right. That's going to be a good yeah. game, man. I really hope it's not like a letdown. And that one's the night game on Sunday. That one's on NBC. And I believe Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth is going to be calling that one. So I'm excited. But let's call it there, Max. Let's call it a podcast. Let's call it a great podcast because that's what it was. It was great. What other podcast mentioned Seal Moore, <laughs> Bishop Sankey, <laughs> Cheeseburger, Eddie Lacy? Who's the other running back I brought? Trent Richardson? <laughs> Those are your Bama boys you love so much. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I'm excited, though. Play. Um, we got the national championship we're going to watch this week. NBA's um, starting to heat up. Curry just had an amazing night tonight. Uh, we got the NFL playoffs, obviously, coming up this weekend. Triple headers for both days. I can't wait. With that said, uh, make sure to follow us. All the social media platforms, all the streaming platforms. Again, I'm going to say this. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe, follow. Write a review, man. Give us some five stars. It's only right, bro. You know you, you know what to do, all right? Like Max says, there ain't no other choice. There absolutely isn't. The only other choice is to be like Bill O'Brien slash Romeo Cornell and sell the season for the <laughs> Texans or be like Greg Williams. Yeah. That's my last thought is there was a lot of selling going on this Sunday. <laughs> Doug Peterson, you know what? Really quick. Let me have you rank them. Doug Peterson selling the fourth quarter of the game. Greg Williams selling the, what, last play of the game? Yeah. Or Romeo Cornell against the Titans today with the, like, 80-yard bomb he gave up to A.J. Brown. What's power rank him? One to three. I'll go number one, Greg Williams. Number two, Romeo. No. Number two, Doug Peterson. Number three, Romeo Cornell. I got to go number one, Doug Peterson, just because he had the audacity to do it on national TV in fr- for 15 minutes of selling. <laughs> number two, Greg, three, Romeo. Jeez, they're bad. But you know what's not bad? The Max and Juan Cast social media. All right. Follow us on Instagram, too. Max underscore Juan Cast. All right. We're always dropping content, man. Do the right thing. Go, go follow us. Go like our photos. We're always dropping content, man. Stay connected, bro. The more followers we get, the more likely I am to engage on social media. Like Juan does most of it, I'd say. But Juan's been pushing me to do more. So maybe you guys get on more. I get on more. Help me help you help me. (laughs) Exactly. That's how it goes. Max wants to go at it with fans. That's what he wants. Swing first, fans. (laughs) Swing first. Don't ever swing first. Like my boss tells me at work, always be the second guy to swing. (laughs) Oh, man. With that said, this is Juan. I'm out, bro. Just like the Eagles season, I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Have a good one, everybody. Later.